I'll go, you know, right. work out with you or something right. like that. Right. I'd probably still say no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome to Midweek here at Press Church, uh, again with CR and Jason and myself. Uh, we are the pastors here at Press Church, if you're joining us for the first time. Uh, before we get started, make sure to go like and subscribe, hit that notification bell, and uh, yeah, that'll help a lot. So we're diving into a question that was sent in today. We've actually been having some people send in questions, so thank you. If you have other questions for us, make sure to send Always. them our way. Yes. Uh, so the question is this. Hey, wait, wait. How did they send it? Well, you can send it at info at presschurch.tv, or you can put it in the comment box, or... You can text it to the church. Text it to the church. Any one of those ways. I don't have the church's phone yeah, number. Yeah, I don't have it hand, off. But... Yeah. I'm glad we checked that off. <laughs> right. <laughs> You can go online. Everything's online. Everything's so when people ask these questions now, it's like seriously, there's like this thing called Google. <laughs> Presschurch.tv is the website. I don't even know my own phone number. I right. Google it. <laughs> Do I? Yeah. Exactly. All right. So the question is this. Um people make certain assumptions about Christians. For instance, that we don't approve of certain lifestyles, or they assume that we are a certain political persuasion and things like that. How do we handle that? Yeah. Okay. So uh, the world makes assumptions. Makes assumptions, and uh, they're gonna make them about you, no matter what it is that you <laughs> are or are not or yes. whatever. Um. That that happens in life, unfortunately, right? Uh, yeah, it does. You're making assumptions about us right now. I mean, we're making assumptions we're... about them. That's <laughs> right. right. I'm making an assumption we're, that they're making an assumption. We're, we're making assumptions that they're still watching. Like, right. you know. There's a, a psychological component there, a sociological component there. You know, there's yeah. like all these different things. So if you wanted to dig in deep as to, you know, why and where's that come from and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but we all know it exists, right? Right. And absolutely. particularly in the way that this question is coming, it's like someone uh, presented it as as a, a person going away to college or to in yeah. high school or a younger person who is uh, embracing faith in Christ. Mm -hmm. But when they step right. into uh, society, yeah. they experience other people viewing them as being a uh, not loving person. Right? right, because of perhaps they believe in particular ways of uh, approaching uh, people who think differently than them, mm -hmm. or live, live differently different, than yeah. them, right. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. you know, to, to whatever degree. And so that's that's at the core of what this is. How do you deal with that? You've embraced Jesus and you're there with that, but you got to step into society. And sometimes this uh, this process of uh, embracing Jesus doesn't look as loving as mm -hmm. uh, the life of Jesus uh, portrays itself. Hmm. So does that make sense? Yeah. We come across less loving than Jesus wanted us to be. Right. Whether it's true or not is a different issue. I mean, that, come across you that can way. even dig into that, mm -hmm. right? Okay, then right. Jesus, you know, wanted us to be or is calling us to be or any of, uh, any of that kind of stuff. Right. But... Yeah. Well, I think the question, I mean, some of it is there's a reason those assumptions are being made. Mm -hmm. and I think we can start by maybe addressing that. Like, why would, <laughs> what, 
Yeah, those assumptions to... aren't made in a vacuum. Right. I mean, so someone has that assumption because they've experienced or talked to someone who experienced mm -hmm. a Christian in such a way that they came across right. negatively. Right. Whether it was— I mean, it's yeah. possible that they have not, and they're just getting media right. portrayals. Right. You know. Uh, and, and honestly, if that's the case, you know, how do you deal with that is part of the question, right? Is, is I would start by pushing in to say, okay, wait a minute, why do you think that? Mm -hmm. you, you know, what, what about my life— tells you that that's what you should think about me. Mm -hmm. And 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 you don't you don't say that in a what do you think it's got to be a humble way of approaching it where you, mm -hmm. you genuinely ask, okay, wait, you think that about me because I say I'm I'm a Christian. Mm -hmm. Tell me how you came to that conclusion because I, I one I want to know. Yeah. Right. But then two there's a, a reflective part of that where they go, well, because, you know, that's what that's what the media says. Well, right. The media says a lot. Right. Well, and I think, you know, I would challenge people not to get – I think our first inclination is to get defensive. We want to get defensive. If we don't – maybe we do think that way. But if we don't think that way, we we get defensive and we try to self-protect. Oh, yeah. Like that. And I would, I would push against the self-protective mm -hmm. <clears throat> element because, I mean, even Jesus was very – non-self-protective. I mean, he, he, he did things knowing that he would probably disagree with people here and there. But um, I think we, we need to have that conversation and not be defensive. Because when we be defensive, we, we shut off that, oh, that yeah. line of communication right away. Well, when you're defensive, it's a one-way communication street. It's me defending myself. It's not listening. <clears throat> Absolutely. And, and then that's not communication. It's, it's also potentially dismissing. Mm-hmm. A, an experience that this said person went through. They right. potentially experienced a person who said they were a Christian, yep. treated them a certain way. And so their yeah. lens now is around that experience. Right. Right. So I think we do have to start off with an acknowledgement that the church, uh, broadly speaking, right. has <clears throat> done a pretty terrible job throughout history of <laughs> showing the love of Christ. Just... Let's face it. We got a just few. Uh, we got a few. There's black been guys some the... <laughs> right. There's been some other things that the church has done that's been incredible oh, oh, right. for absolutely for right. society, yeah. right? But it has also uh, perpetrated some severe uh, wrongs. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I mean, you know, and that does bring up a question of what does it mean for us to one lament that that really did happen, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, and, and, to, and then also to repent, like how does the church today repent for sins of the past that obviously I had nothing to do with. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I, I wasn't there when the inquisition was happening or when the crusades or when, you know, pick any big top, whatever. Mm -hmm. But that was, I am part of the church and the church has done those things right. and I, to, to ignore them or to pretend like, well, I wasn't there. So it didn't, you know, how, how do we engage that in a way that someone who maybe has those assumptions about us could actually see genuine love in, in us acknowledging, you know what, we're, we, we've done stuff mm -hmm. as corporately right in the past and present. But, you, you know, and, and is that is that bad? Right. To admit that or to, you know, is that going down a bad path? No, I think you, I think it's very necessary mm -hmm. uh, because I, I do, I mean, I've experienced a world of uh, people espousing Christianity that ha has not uh, acknowledged that it 
hasn't always gone well. Right. Mm-hmm. And and they get in a, a defense of that approach of things, yeah. and it, it just downward spirals from there. <clears throat> it's all about protecting the faith, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Right. And uh, and I think we got to dig into that because I, I feel like a lot of this stuff comes out of of this desire to put people in boxes and paint the black and white. You're in and you're out, and mm. I'm the decider as to why. Because I read, uh, not even that I read a scripture. Most right. of these people are like, I heard so-and-so, and I yeah. trust them, and they said this was wrong, yeah. and therefore you're going to go to hell. Mm-hmm. And and if you don't hear what I'm saying, and I want you to get in this box, otherwise you're in that box. Right. So uh, that has been, unfortunately, the way that the church has come across. Down the church clearly has not approached everything that way but right. that's the gist of it you know yeah so so acknowledging that to the person who's coming to you with that assumption is is not it's a good thing it's 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 okay to say what are your assumptions and tell me where they came from and then to acknowledge you know some of that's that's actually true right so to simplify right. that down this is the core of what you guys have been saying, have a conversation. Yes. Okay. Yes. Talk about it. Yeah. Right. Like, and, and then the humility has to be right. a, a component from your side. You know, yeah. you, you have to enter into the conversation with humility going, A, I don't know everything. <laughs> right. And uh, B, I acknowledge that um, we've messed up. There's yeah. been things that we yeah. haven't gotten right. But that doesn't change God. It doesn't change the truth of who God is. Yeah. And that's that's the core of it. Well, you know, I'm looking at some passages that kind of speak to this. First Thessalonians 4, uh, verse 11 and 12. He says, Make it your goal to live a quiet life, minding your own business and working with your hands, just as we instructed you before. Then people who are not Christians will respect the way you live, mm-hmm. and you will not need to depend on others. So there's this sense of... The way you and as an individual and maybe even as a local church live should be done in such a way that outsiders looking in go, okay, you know what? I I don't necessarily agree with everything about the church, right. you know, but that group of people, I, I can at least respect them. Right. You know, like I, I can, I see where they're coming from. I can at least respect the way they're living. Right. And, and I think that's where the assumptions come in because there were times in history where the church didn't live that way. Right. And, right. and so, you know, the first thing, I, as an individual, am I living in such a way that I'm perpetuating some of these right. assumptions, you know, right. or, or, or am, is my attitudes, or am right. I living in such a way that says, you know, I'm, I'm going to live so that others will look at Christ. Right. And obviously they can't see him. Right. And I think see being vulnerable to be judged even by Christians. I, well, I yeah. think I was thinking about when uh, Jesus met with a Samaritan woman, you know, he went, he went through that area on per- usually they went around that area right, he right. went he went through that area um, met with a Samaritan woman which was wrong in their in their time on so many levels mm-hmm. uh, one you don't talk to Samaritans two a woman by herself at the well you wouldn't be caught right anywhere near Scandalous. that right and so Jesus put himself in a position to be even judged by his own people <laughs> right. to show love to somebody. Uh, in in the woman at the well, um, the the assumptions would be that, uh, and even the the woman at the well is kind of like, why are you talking to me? Right. Like, you, right. The Jews don't talk to Samaritans. <laughs> like, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be here. I think the 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 issue though that comes up is the church over the last I mean, you know, 
100 years, I know longer, but you know, in the last 50 years, we have been the ones who are avoiding the woman at the well. Mm-hmm. We've walked around or we've mm-hmm. ignored her or we haven't talked to her or we, right. you know, and those are the assumptions that people are making now about the church that we aren't actually acting like Christ. Or this would be my take on what the church as a whole, yeah. how they would have approached the woman at the well. Um, I'm here. You're wrong. You're living in sin. I need to point it out to you. Right. And uh, I need to tell you that you're going to hell. And uh, if you don't change what you're doing right now. Yeah. Uh, it's on you. It's on you. Yeah. And it's my duty to let you know this. Right. And uh, Which we then, in all Christian love. Yeah, in all Christian life. We always say And that. then uh, either you get on board or see you later. Yeah. Because uh, I, I will not have this in my life. Right. And that is the I'm impression. I'm not going to live in the world. That is the impression <laughs> that the right. world has right. of the church. Yes. Uh, whether it's true or not is a different issue. I right. just, that's, from the people I've talked to over time, that's what they think. Right. That we're like. Now, that didn't grow out of a vacuum. Apparently, there are times when we're like that. Mm-hmm. So we do need to kind of hold a mirror up and say, okay, how much of these assumptions are valid right. and we need to deal with yeah, yeah, uh, and confront in our own lives and in, right. within our church, within all that. So, yeah, I think that's definitely part of it. Right. And we fall into, I think as Christians, we fall into the the trap of of finding security in other people thinking like us. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. um, and so there's this, like, power in someone else thinking the same way as us right. because, because of what it means for me. It makes me feel more comfortable if you guys agree with me. Oh, yeah. It's the personal need for security, which is not relying on God, in that we we need to embrace a mob mentality to make ourselves feel like we, you know, yeah. well, are and stronger. We, we move into these power structures. <laughs> we talked about power structures. We, we move into a place of having power, which is not what Jesus did. You know, right. obviously they expected the Messiah, they expected Jesus to be this, like, militant leader who came mm-hmm. in and took over government and ruled in this— and then he came and started serving people. And <laughs> well, and I think you, you touched on something there that, that we, we seek kind of power so that we can say, no, we're right. Mm. See how many people agree with us. We, we want right. to, and, and really and truly, the, the goal or the, the role of a Christ follower in, in, in the world is, is to declare really love. Right. And, and, and say, God, who am I? What do you know? God loves you. God mm-hmm. is love. That's what our role is, not to declare how terrible everyone else is. So then let me ask you guys this. What do you do with something that is um, scripturally against God? Well, that's the thing. What, what is what? It all comes down to the thing. What is God against? Well, he's against, you know, uh, the, a, a prideful arrogance amongst those who call him uh, mm. Lord. Right. I mean, he's against more than that. But yes, most of the things were pointed towards the, you know, the believer. So, But that's what it but ends he, up coming down to. is th- This is the problem. Christians tend to look at everything about being for and against. Mm. This is the problem. God is for this. God is against this. Now, does that say it in the Bible? Does it use that terminology in that language? It does. But... 
this is where you got to dig into scripture and go, well, what is it really saying there? Is it actually saying that, you know, God is going to take these people who uh, don't live according to him because they don't really have that background and, and, uh, and, you know, judge them harshly because of that? Or is God against people who call themselves believers and really are hurtful against those people. And I see Jesus expressing Mm -hmm. that as being the bigger issue. But we are drawn as a, I don't know why this is, but with the church, we're drawn back to this. We need to judiciously guard the line of what God is going to do if you're inside or outside of this line. Right. That's the problem. It's what and th- and thusly Christians are known more for what they're against than what they're for. Right. So I even think that question comes from a position of well what are we going to do? We need to let people know where the line is. Well, I I just say a question yeah. cuz I think yeah, people are going to ask it. They, what what if the line is less important than loving the Samaritan woman? Or, or loving right. the the person in front of you that disagrees with you, or yeah. the person in front of you who lives differently than you think God thinks they should live. Right. Like, what, what if the line is less important than simply loving them, and 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 being fully in their presence and caring deeply about them? Right. The way Jesus did when he was with the woman caught with, in adultery, when he was with, you know, Matthew, the tax collector, mm-hmm. the traitor. Right. And yeah. What does he do? He goes to his house and has a party. Mm-hmm. Right. Not once did Jesus, at least in recorded scripture, mm-hmm. confront Matthew. Right. He never mm-hmm. did. He never said, you're wrong in this. He just loved him. Right. And went to his house for a party. But, uh, but circling back to your question, Sean, though, it, it is valid because you're saying that this is the mm-hmm. where is that question typically coming from? Christians. Oh, absolutely. Right. You absolutely. know what I'm saying? And, and the problem is, is that we eat our own. <laughs> like we don't we're not actually embracing uh, true biblical principles, how in and how we engage each other. Mm-hmm. And again, that that judgmental legalistic approach is what Christians who embrace that, they use that on other Christians. Well, what did Jesus say would be the thing that would define us and make us known to the people mm-hmm. around us? The way you love each other. Yep. Right. That's how people will know you, mm-hmm. by the way you love each other. Well, if we're not being loving to each other, then yeah. we're going to be known as not loving people. Right. And and unfortunately, there's, like you said, there's truth in that. There, there are times that we, we shoot our wounded, right? We, we, we treat harshly those who are a little bit different than us. And and so that's that is not at all what that's not at all how Christ called us to live. So when we are confronted by someone who says, You're a Christian, therefore you think XYZ, that there's a point at which we have to stop and and basically say, I, I want to figure out how to love you. Mm-hmm. And and that means understanding where you're coming from. That means acknowledging ways that I have, you know, embodied what you just said. And to say, you know what, I'm, I'm not, my actions will not affirm that assumption. Uh, that's the, the part, because I mean, over and over in scripture, you look in the Psalms, David, over and over, Psalm 43 says, declare me innocent, O God, right? Defend me against these ungodly people, rescue me from these unjust liars. Okay, that, David didn't try to confront the people. He went to God and said, they've got all these things. Some of this is not true about me. I'm going to trust you to mm-hmm. defend me. Yeah. 
rather than me try to build this defense and create an us versus them uh, scenario, God, I'm just going to be me and, and follow you as closely as I can, and I'll let you defend me in that process. And that's a hard place to yeah. go. Like I, I don't. I'm not. On the surface, this question could be, you know, is, oh well, that's that's simple. Just show the love of Jesus Christ right. and have conversations with somebody, and you know, they'll see that you're not a hateful person, right, or or something like that. But this goes way, way deeper, and it pokes in at all the things that we talk about with the midweek stuff. And I, I do know that there is a sense in which some people they want you. They, uh, we're pushed towards this. We'll draw the line. I want to know where you stand on yeah. this. Draw that line. And it's like, why do you want me to draw the line? Mm-hmm. Well, I want to know if you believe the Bible or not. Right. You know, it's like, well, or yes. I want to know, are you going to hate me? Right. Which part of the Bible are you concerned with me believing? Because right. it sounds like you're only concerned with me believing this one thing. One verse that you believe. Right. You know, or that you yeah. Yeah. Right. So uh, th- that's the thing that we have to wrestle with. This is not easy. Uh, you are going to have to wrestle with something. And, you know, you look at it like this. If you are, listen, you know I use sports analogies and I know nothing about sports. I'm going to use like, although I know a little bit of something about dieting because I'm a fat, fat kid. I've been a fat kid for well, since I was a kid. But um, so like if you're a, a nutritionist, right, or you're in the health field, you know, all that kind of stuff, you believe there is a better way to live. There is a better, more healthy way to live, which you have to be disciplined in order to do it, right? right? I know that I could be more physically fit. I could have a better quality of life mm-hmm. if I would not eat a certain way, okay? I know that, um, and, but if you're a health food person and you're like, um, you know, you, you would you, you would have a point to say, there's a healthier way to live, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But if you're... If you're constantly preaching at me, like, you're going to die of a heart attack, right? <laughs> it's, it's yeah. just like, yeah, I don't care. Because <laughs> this Big Mac is really good. <laughs> right, right. It, that doesn't inspire me to not eat another Big Mac. Right. But it would inspire me if I had a friend who was like, hey, you know, I'm I'm here for you. I get it. Yeah. You know, the food thing, it's hard to it's hard to do. Uh, uh, the exercise thing, that's a hard thing to do. Um, you know, I'll if you ever want, I'll go, you know, right. work out with you or something right. like that. Right. I'd probably still say no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but th- you'd get a lot further with me with that yes. for something that's a healthier way to live. Right. So th- do we believe that there are healthier ways to live? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. How are we going to uh, spread that around? Yeah. I, I do think in addition to that, you know, when that person comes to you and is upset with you or confronts you because of their assumptions, you know, at some point, though, there is this place where you say, I don't exist to win the approval of everyone out there. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, I'm not there because I follow, because I love God, there are going to pe- be people who don't who will not like me and will right. not approve of oh, yeah. what I, even, even when I'm loving, right. you know, they're still not going to. And that's why, you know, I, I come back to Galatians where Paul said, am I trying to win the approval of all the people? No, right. Right. I'm trying to please God. Right. Now the question is, what does it mean to please God? What, what actions should I be taking that would be pleasing to God? And 
defining who's in and out and telling people how terrible they are, that's not going to be pleasing to God. So I shouldn't do them. Right. Not because it'll win them, but because God doesn't want me doing that. Right. Right. And and so what does God say? God says love. Love people, even when it's hard, even when they're mean, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) Even when you you don't like the outcome. Right. Yeah, I think that's one of our our biggest... I don't know if testimony is the right word I'm thinking of, but ways to show God's love is that in the face of personal attack or, um, you know, somebody coming coming at you and trying to mm-hmm. say something bad about you, that you express God's love even through that. Like you're right. not self-defensive. Yeah. You're not all these things. And it, it, it kind of throws people. <laughs> it right. will throw yeah. people. Well, that's what we we tend to do. That's a, you know, Jason, you brought up Matthew mm-hmm. earlier, um, five eleven. Blessed yeah. are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Right. Right. So that's going to happen. Yes. It's going to happen. And what does Jesus say? You're you're blessed in that. Right. What does blessed right. mean? Yeah. We got to dig into that because sometimes those blessing things don't always feel so <laughs> so good. Yeah, they don't feel. But like it's that. actually a good thing for you to go right. through stuff like that these trials right they, they bring character yeah. right. you know and uh so that's where the blessing mm. piece really comes from there right. uh I, I, however i think our uh western inclination is to go uh when when people insult you persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you make sure that you're politically active so that you can make sure there's laws on the book that they cannot go too right. far with that shut them down right make sure that you have enough ammunition yep. and enough yeah. guns so Keep that yourself when in a they position come after of power you. so that you can defend right. yourself right yeah yeah. And uh, I like guns. I own some guns, but that's not the <laughs> that's not the way to go about it, right? Right. So, yeah. oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, sure. Any closing thoughts? Uh, I mean, I know you you kind of. don't get me started. I have <laughs> yeah. thoughts. All over, but I've already shared too many yeah. thoughts. Yeah, no, I mean, no, I think this be is nice. good. I, I think this is <laughs> be loving, be kind. As simple as it can sound, it also is something I think that a lot of us deal with. Oh, yeah. uh, we deal with people's assumptions all the time. We deal with just interacting with people. So I think it's a great question. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today. Like I said, if you guys have any questions, make sure to send them our way. Make sure to like and subscribe. And we will see you next week for another midweek. Great week. Great week.